Welcome to North Harbor Podcast. If you are under the age of 18, you should not be listening to or watching this podcast. Beware, this podcast contains heavy spoilers for all things Wheel of Time. If you are not comfortable with adult content, you should not be listening to or watching this podcast. Thank you. Welcome to North Harbor Podcast. I'm Rebecca Sedai. I'm Adalorna Sedai. And I'm Reese Sedai. And we have some beginners for you. Mm. If you haven't thought of all the tangled webs you can weave on each other in Teleron Riyadh, then this podcast is not for you. If you haven't fully thought about exactly why uh pavara and andral are couple goals you know read each other's minds in bed and see what each other exactly wants this podcast is not for you if you haven't thought about how nice it would be to have both perrin and gall looking for you (laughs) this podcast is not for you yes yes Mm -hmm. so Welcome to chapter 14, Doses of Forkroot, with a nice little dragon's thing on here. Nice. Yep. Uh, in case you haven't guessed, we are with Perrin and Gaul, Andril, Pavara, Black Tower areas in the last battle. Um, so Perrin starts out whispering to Gaul looking across a landscape. The boiling, thrashing, churning black sky of the wolf dream was nothing new. All those are sexy adjectives. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) I've been missing you so much. (laughs) Good to be back. Okay, I just have to get it out there. We are very happy to have Adelorna back. Yes, we are. Your your presence has been missed. <laughs> no, thank you. So anyway. Oh. The storm that the sky had been foreshadowing for months had finally arrived. The wind blew in enormous gusts, moving this way, then that, in unnatural patterns. Okay. Okay. We got some blowing going on. All right. Mm-hmm. Some some nice, strong. Yes. Strong blows. Yep. Strong blowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> P- 
Heron grabbed Gull's shoulder and shifted the two of them. It was too close to Rand. <laughs> he just gives off that sexual energy. It's, you know, it's a thing. Yeah, right? So uh, they found a place to keep all of their stuff because um, who knows how long they're going to be in the wolf dream. Right. And they are here in the flesh. Flesh is also a very sexy word. Continue. Yes, is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Perrin is warning Gaul that he has to be very careful in the wolf dream. Uh, stray thoughts can lead you to interesting places. Nightmares are walking. Which for some people is not so bad. Continue. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they are in Tel Ron Riyadh um, in the wolf dream. And apparently the winds are whipping at mm. them. Uh, but not too bad. And then, uh, Gentle oh yeah, <laughs> idle thoughts can lead you astray. Mm -hmm. They can. That's where I was. So, Gaul nods and says, I will listen and do as instructed. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> so, Perrin is talking about Lord Luke and how they're looking for this guy named Slayer. And they're like the same person, but not really the same person. Yeah. Which still confuses me. Like, where does Lord Luke go when there's Slayer? And where does Slayer go when it's Lord Luke? I always kind of picture them as someone with multiple personality disorder. And when they're in the waking world, they're Lord Luke. But when That's... they're in, yeah. That's what I kept thinking too. Like they're one and the other. Yeah, I yeah, thought it's... of Lord Luke as kind of like a an, a persona he took on so that he could get into the two rivers. Well, it's Luke. It's uh, so right. But Lord Luke is actually Lord Luke Tigrain's brother. All right, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then Isam, who is Slayer, is Lan's cousin. Yes. So two souls, they, one body, but each takes over two, at a different point. Except it's two bodies, because they look different in each. See, I kind of almost wonder if it's just uh, Isam projecting himself in a certain way. That's true. It is Teleron Riyadh. Yeah. So it's Isam in Teleron Riyadh, but he looks like Lord Luke when he's there. Or not Luke, Isam when he's there. All right. And then Lord Luke must live in the back of his head. Okay. Like, so uh, like Luke's other way around. Other way around. Because you Wait. said. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. in the waking world, Isam. In lives the in the back of... of Lord Luke's head. Yes. Oh my god. This... Then how is he related to Lan? 
uh, so, I think it's kind of like a soul. His soul was plopped into Lord Luke's body. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Esam was Esam's dad and Lan's dad are brothers. And then when the Trollocs started in, to in, or whatever, no, then this Esam's mom wanted the kingdom for her husband, essentially. And so then when the Trollocs invaded, they betrayed Malkir or some such. And then something happened to Esam. And you hear Moraine talk on it in The Great Hunt. Um, or her, or think about it, I guess. You see Moraine think about it in The Great Hunt when they talk about writing about Esam. Because like the rest of the White Tower people aren't really sure who Esam is. But um she knows yeah i mean yeah and Order. yeah right and then in the two rivers when the trollocs are attacking like the big one um they are yelling out isam and then obviously nobody in the two rivers knows who that is but it's actually slayer who is so is lord luke still actually lord luke Yes. Or did Isam like take on that? Like, so is like, he now just pretending to be Lord Luke because nobody knows? No, him? no, no, no. So in the waking world, he looks like Lord Luke. He is Lord Luke, and Isam is living like Luce Theron in the back of his head. Yeah. In the back of Lord Luke's head. Mm -hmm. And then in. Teleronriad, it's that body that goes in there, but Esam takes over in like in the brain in Teleronriad. So he looks like Esam. I wouldn't be okay. surprised if that's because Lord Luke is not a dreamer. Right. Lord Luke wanted to be a channeler. Yes. And that's why he went to the light or he made the deal with the dark one because he wanted to be able to channel and so instead of being able to channel he can go into Teleron Riyadh but when but because it's the dark one <laughs> you don't get to be yourself yep you can only go in there as Isam but yeah there was some part of a prophecy that said something they're two the as one. Of two, yeah, two as one. Uh, wait. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna find this dark prophecy. Uh, or was okay. it actually in the prophecy of the light? I'm not certain. Oh no, this is not what I wanted. This is my. Uh, other thing, but there is dark prophecy. I remember we read it on what a holiday. Our first one, I think. The first, if it was the first one, it was a dark prophecy. Right. Yeah. I know that we did that. That's why I thought it was in this folder. But okay. it's not. Um, yeah. Um, ah, here it is. We... Here it is. Uh -huh. Luke came to the mountains of doom. Esam waited in the high passes. The hunt is now begun. The shadows hounds now course and kill. One did live and one did die, but both are. It's like a 
I don't know. So see, that says to me that like Luke's not there anymore. Isom's there, but in his body. Mm. Like one lived, one died. The being known as Slayer is the merger of the two souls of Isam Mandragoran and Luke Mantiar. Little is known about this uh, dark creature or his origins. Hmm. Without all the books. I can't believe that, like, I read this last year and have zero recollection of half of it. <laughs> oh, it's my my wedding. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it addresses Esam and it addresses Lord Luke, but when it addresses Slayer, it's addressing both. The Slayer is the combination yes. of them, I guess. Um, I feel like this goes into one of the okay categories. Yeah, you know oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. It says Slayer has many abilities. He can appear in both forms in the world of flesh, but he is also a master of the world of dreams and can change easily there as well. So he can change how that's so they is it because so all they can do is live in each other's head. So they can exist, but they have to be attached. Is that Mm mm-hmm? So it's it's the same body and it can change how it looks either in the waking world or the world of dreams but one is always in the back of the mind of the other and i don't think lord luke has ever manifested in the world of dreams not canon anyway yeah not that i have seen interesting luke mantier uh an ander and noble man he's a golden acorn uh, he disappeared in the blight in 971 NE after Jatara Moroso had a foretelling that the outcome of the last battle depended on his going to the blight. In the blight, the Dark One made him into a sort of hybrid with Isam and Dragorin. The resulting being was known as Slayer. <clears throat> Slayer could change from Luke to Isam in the waking world and Teleronriad. As Luke, he was a tall, broad-shouldered man in his middle years with a hard, angular face, blue eyes, and dark reddish hair with white wings at the temples. After the death of Shael, Shael, Rand's mother, his father, Jandwin, went into the Blight. There he came across a man who looked like Shael and would not raise a weapon against him. That man, Luke, killed him. Uh, then he shows up in the two rivers. Da, da, da. In the wolf dream, Heron put an arrow in Slayer's chest. Shortly after, in the waking world, Luke rode away, hunched over and clutching his chest. After that, Luke really hated Perrin. Luke spied on Nynaeve, Elaine, and Egwene. Uh, da, 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 da. That's all I got. Yeah. Slayer. Anyway, we should discuss this more on our metaphysics. We should. Yes. With how exactly the metaphysics of that all works. How right, does he change between Isam and Luke in the waking world? Right? Mm-hmm. I think he has to go back, switch, then return. Possible. I think. Because I think there's a blip about that where he was hoping it was like Nynaeve and Land that he got to kill. Okay. Okay. 
Um, anyway. Uh, so back to the the task back to the story <laughs> dose is a fork root chapter 14 of a memory of light uh-huh, yep, <laughs> that one so then perrin's like hey remember lord luke and gall calls him a loping guinea L- loping Ginny, something <laughs> and perrin frowns at him he's like it's a type of bird from the threefold land I did not see this man often, but he seemed to be the type who talked big, but was inwardly a coward. And Perrin's like, well, that was yes, but also no, because here he's not any of those things. So he's like, he just likes to kill wolves in the dream and they'll never be reborn. So that stinks. Then they find the dome, and Perrin said, that's the thing keeping Grady and Neald from creating ba- gateways to the Black Tower. And Gaul says, yes, like when we were in Gildon. So then he tries to shift them through the dome, and that doesn't work. So he has to walk through it. Um... He goes through and he collapses, but he's able to pull himself through slowly and watches Gaul go through it. And then Gaul immediately dropped to the ground, going limp like a doll. His spears and arrows tumbled away from his body. That's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then Perrin goes and grabs him. And calls like, well, this is going to be a good experience for building G. (laughs) Yep. It certainly is. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. (laughs) So then Perrin says, and this is very adorable. What did I do to deserve your loyalty, Gaul? And Gaul laughed. It is not anything you did. And Perrin says, what do you mean? I cut you down from that cage. That's why you follow me. And Gaul's like, well, that's why I started, but it's not why I remained. Come. Is there not a danger that we hunt? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, buddy, task at hand. Yes, task at hand. (laughs) Task at hand. Way to bring it back, Gaul. Um, so Perrin takes them to the inner edge of the black tower of the wall. And we get a nice, pretty feminine voice coming in saying, mm-hmm. they're arrogant, wouldn't you say? Perrin jumped, spinning, summoning his hammer to his hands. Bit feisty there, sir. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's Lanfear. Yeah, Gonna be a little feisty. It, it's Lanfear. A short young woman with silver hair stood next to him, standing straight as if to try to appear taller than she was. She wore white clothing tied at the waist with a silver belt. He didn't recognize the face, but he did know her scent. 
moon hunter. Karen said, almost a growl. Land fear. <clears throat> I'm not allowed to use that name any longer, she said, tapping one finger on the wall. He's so strict with names. I mean, yeah. Morden. <clears throat> Karen backed away, glancing from side to side. Was she working with Slayer? Hmm. Moon Hunter? Lanfear asked, is that what the wolves call me? That's not right. Not at all. I don't hunt the moon. The moon is mine already. She leaned down, resting her arms on the chest-high battlement. What do you want? Perrin demanded. Vengeance, she whispered. Then she looked at him. The same as you, Perrin. I feel like she really doesn't understand the men she goes after. No, she does not. Mm -mm. Like, she miscalculates what their true motivations are. To a point, because she did plan out all that stuff with the uh, parent killing her. So, to a point, yes. Yes. But she, like, with Rand, the glory. Oh, totally misstepped with Rand, yes. Yeah. That Karen's is. a bit more simple. I think with I hate to put Rand, it like that, but she was she was overshadowed shadowed by Luz and trying to go with what his previous soul would want. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe that ploy worked on him. Or could have. Doesn't seem like it, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it did in the beginning. But then Luz Theron grew and left yeah. her in his dust. And now with his soul in a younger body, she thought, oh, maybe. Let's try again. Maybe. <laughs> Heart did. Isn't it, isn't it uh, insanity is repeating yourself over and over again? Mm -hmm. Expecting results. the same result. Mm -hmm. Or expecting different results. Or Yeah, expecting different yeah. results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's land fear. Yes. Ah. Well. <laughs> oh. I'm to believe you want Slayer dead too. Slayer? That orphan errand boy of Moradin's. He doesn't interest me. My vengeance is against another. Who? The one who caused my imprisonment, she said softly, passionately. Suddenly, she looked toward the skies. Her eyes widened in alarm and she vanished. <clears throat> so, I keep wondering about that. Like, what does she see? Like, how does she know that he's there? She can probably feel the dark one's eyes on her. Oh, or, maybe. Yeah. Or Ma Morden. Maybe yeah, maybe Morden has a tell that he's watching. <laughs> Gall goes, what was that? An eyes to die? Worse, Perrin said with a grimace. Do the Aiel have a name for Lanfear? Probably Mirren. <laughs> Probably, actually. 
probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Gull drew in a sharp breath. I don't know what she wants, Perrin said. She has never made any sense to me. With luck, she merely crossed my path and now she'll go on whatever she wanted. He didn't believe that. Nope. Not for a minute. And that is why Perrin is sometimes smart. Sometimes. It takes him a hot second to get there, but yes. It does. It does. So now we go to the Black Tower in the Waking World mm-hmm. where Tovian, Tovain kneels beside Loghain. Andril was forced to watch as she caressed his chin. His wearied eyes opened and watched her with horror. <laughs> it's all right, she said sweetly. You can stop resisting. Relax. Relax, Loghain. Give in. She had been turned easily. Apparently linked with 13 half men, it was easier for male channelers to turn female channelers and vice versa. And that was why they were having so much trouble with Loghain. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's the stronger the will, the harder it is to turn them. Yes. So, which says a lot about Tovin, Tovain, whatever. Well, name is. yes, and also, but like, also is men. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Take him, Tovin said, pointing at Logan. Let's see this done once and for all. He deserves the peace of the great lord's bounty. Ah. <sighs> That's always creeped me out, the turning. Mm. Right? Me too. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. So, Andrew tells us that now Taim has women there. Uh, <laughs> the Sisters of the Black Aja, led by a horridly ugly woman who spoke <laughs> with authority. <laughs> yes. A horridly ugly woman. Mm-hmm. Horribly ugly woman. Mm-hmm. The rest, the other Reds who had come with Pavara had joined them. And we feel Pavara's concern for Anvil, Andral through the bond. And uh, um, she says, Logan will not last much longer. And she's like, what are we going to do? And she gets mad because her brains are muddled. Her, yeah. Yeah, fork root. Woohoo. Fork root. Light, Andrew thought. Could it be his madness caused by the taint? Is it still there? Oof. Oh, because Evan is standing and watching. And he looked over his shoulder suddenly and jumped at something. That's why Andrew's wondering that. And then... Andrew noticed for the first time that he was shielded, which they never did to captives, unless letting their dose of fork root wane so they could be turned. And then that scares him. Yep. And then Andrew hears that Pavara has an idea, and um, Andrew Andrew starts coughing. But of course, we know that Evan cares about Andrew, and he's still the very sweet 
silly boy. He's yes, he is. He's just dark now. Yeah. Um. So then, Evan says, "Don't make them angry at you." And Andrew says the, and we see that the turning isn't perfect because they're not a hundred percent shadow. Like, because they're still them. And so if they weren't, if they weren't really good or bad in the first place, like strongly one way or the other, then they're not going to be that strong turned. Right. From what I gather. Yeah. That's what I gathered too. It would, it's like, it evens out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why like when Rand is with Nynaeve after she's been turned in the Dark One's world. She is very strongly dark. Yes. Anyway, so Andrew tells him he will serve the Dark One. Like, Evan, you got me. Let's serve the Dark One. I'll do it. And uh, Evan tells him that He's not letting anyone do just an oath now that they all have to be turned if they hadn't done so previously. Because he doesn't trust anyone. Which makes sense. It is time. Yeah, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. So then Andrel tells him that who is it? One of the Ashaman. Oh, Abors. Abors. Oh, not to be confused with boars. With boars, right. Yeah. Yeah. So he says that Abors is jealous of Evan. Evan believes him. And then Andrew says he knew that the madness, he knew it was inside of him too. And he says it is a mistake from Taim. You use our own friends against us, but we know them better than you do. The room was bigger than he thought it was going to be. And let's see here. Then Evan and Mishrila start fighting. Mm. And he finds Pavara. And Andral clings to the one power because their shields have been dropped. And the shadows are starting to lengthen around him because he has the one power. Yeah. And he keeps screaming that he needs a glory hole. I mean, sometimes the need is just there. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So he keeps on wanting the glory holes to appear. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And then they spin towards Andrel. And Andrel stopped trying to make a glory hole. Instead, flinging the weave. A weave of fire in desperation at time. But it vanished. Yeah. No, he does not have very big ginger balls. He does not know, but his glory holes are spectacular. They are. They are. 
They are something to behold. They certainly are. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Taim says, you are a persistent one, slamming Andral against the wall with a weave of air. Andral gasped. And then Andrew felt himself hoisted up and pulled across the room. The ugly woman wearing black stepped out of the circle of Aes Sedai and walked up beside time. So, Mikhail, she said, you are not nearly as in control of this place as you indicated. I have inferior tools, Taim said. It takes a lot to admit that. Yeah. Some people probably wouldn't do so in public. Probably not. You know, probably not. That's that's difficult to deal with. Says he should have been given more women earlier. I mean, everybody thinks that. Come on. <laughs> Maybe if he had treated them better. True they enough. Have, they would have come for him. <laughs> I'm letting that ride. I'm yep. just I'm letting it ride. Let it go. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he says, time's standing on the die. Uh Logan is slumped. And time says, You think that will work for you? And she says, Well, when the Nablus hears that you are bungling, and he's like, The Nablus? <clears throat> I care nothing for Morden. I have already provided a gift to the great lord himself. Beware, I am in his favor. I hold the keys in my hands. Hassalam. I'm sorry, it's- every single time someone says that name or I read that name, I think of Heffalumps and Woozles. Me Thank too! You. Anyway. Me Thank too! You. Me yep. too! <laughs> every- and the Winnie the Pooh song starts going in my head. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and woozles are very confusals. <laughs> uh, yep. I'm glad I'm not the only one. So, <laughs> no. <anyway. laughs> you mean you actually did it? You stole them? Time smiled and turned back to Andral, who hung in the air. He flung another weave at time, but the man blocked it. Andral wasn't even worth shielding. Time dropped him from the weaves, and Andral hit the ground hard. He grunted. How long have you trained here, Andral? Time asked. You shame me. That is the best you can do when trying to kill? Andral struggled to his knees. He felt pain and worry from Pavara. Behind her mind clouded with forkroot. In front of him, Logan sat on the throne, locked in place, surrounded by the enemy. The man's eyes were closed. We are done here, Taim said. Miss Shryla, kill these captives. We will take those above and carry them to Shail Ghul. The great lord has promised me more resources 
for my work there. Times Lackey's approached. Andrew looked up from his knees. The darkness grew all around, shapes moving in the shadows. The darkness. He had to let go of Sidine. He had to, and yet he could not. Taim glanced at him, smiled, and wove balefire. Andrel clung to the power. He wove by instinct, the best weave he knew, a gateway. He hit that wall. So tired. A white, hot bar of light sprang from Taim's fingers, pointed right at Andrel. Andrel shouted, straining, thrusting his hands forward and snapping his weave in place. He hit that wall and he heaved. A gateway, a glory hole, the width of a coin opened in front of him. He caught the stream of balefire in it. Ooh. Babe fire. That's right. Babe fire. <laughs> Babe fire. I almost forgot about that. Taim frowned and the room grew still. Stunned, Ashaman pausing their weaves. At that moment, the door to the room exploded inward. Candler, holding the one power, roared in. And Taim yelled while embracing the source. We are attacked. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> I always so wondered good. where that little bale fire went. Right? That's a good question. Like, Andrew's always real precise about where he's opening things to, and it's like, where did that go? Where did that go? That's true. Huh. He could have just opened it behind Hesalam and saved us a lot of trouble. Dude, really right? Have, like, I, I always wonder why I wasn't right behind Tame. I was like, oh, yeah, perfect. Like, done. I think because, I don't well, know. I don't think he, he really expected keys, it to though, work. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Something somewhere just winked out of existence. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why there are no unicorns in the wheel of time. <laughs> I love it. The last one gone. Last pair. Midbreed gone. Midbreed. Oh Midbreed gone. <laughs> oh, that's man. how you got rid of them at one time. Yep. I yep. mean, yeah, yeah. I have known. No, I'm just gonna go on. All right. Yep. No weirdness. <laughs> Let's continue. Yep. <laughs> Brush that off. Okay. <laughs> oh, so they find a village in the Black Tower grounds. They keep shifting. Uh, then looked over his shoulder. Gaul, hidden quite well up above, raised his fingers because he had tracked Perrin. Good job, Cole. 
he's a quick learner in Teleron Riyadh. I feel like he, he he's actually a, a dreamer, but the Aiels never look the Aiels. The Aiel? Yeah. The Aiel <laughs> don't look for it in men. And so they don't know. Yeah. Because you don't have to be female to be a dreamer. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Perrin rose to a crouch and began to make his way around the perimeter of the large foundation. Where would the exact center of the dome be? It was not very large, so he kept his eyes open. His attention was so focused on the foundation holes mm-hmm. that he nearly walked right into the guards. Oh, jeez. So he pulls up his two rivers longbow, finds the men, and takes them out. Then he goes back to find oh, where he was at the foundation, checking to see if he can find it. Yes, there were two more men, black coats. And of course, even Ashaman could be dark friends. And Perrin debated climbing out of the pit and confronting them. Broken tools, Lanfear said idly. Perrin jumped, cursing to find her standing on the ledge beside him, peeking up at the two men. (laughs) They've been turned, she said. I've always found that to be a wasteful business. You lose something in the transformation. They will never serve as well as if they'd come willingly. Oh, they'll be loyal. But the light is gone. The self-motivation. The spark of ingenuity that makes people into people. Be quiet, Parent said. Turned? What do you mean? Is that 13 Murdral? And thirteen dreadlords, Lanfear sneered. Such crudeness, such waste. I've heard so to this point, I've heard, I don't know if I've read it anywhere, that there's approximately the same percentage of Murdral among Trollocs as there are channelers, channelers among, humans. among humans. Hmm. I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. So the Essentially, the Murdral are the channelers of the Trollocs. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, Perrin's like, I don't understand. And Lanfear said, Those who can channel can be turned the shadow by force in the right circumstances. The Mihail has been having trouble here, making the process work as easily as he should. He needs women if he's going to turn men easily. Light! Perrin wonders if Rhea knows. I think... Does he? Yes. He knows. Does he know? I don't think he does. Like, that it can happen? Because he he made very clear that they could only bring a certain number of eyes to die but that was oh no too... but that's okay, to, gentle. Like... To, to gentle to gentle yeah i don't know yeah. about, about turning i don't know well, i feel like lose lose would know yeah would he yeah he probably would turning people at that time yeah i don't know but i mean if yeah i don't know i don't know he did so much research though 
Rand did. True. True. I don't know. <clears throat> and then I'd be careful if those two Lanfer said they're powerful. Then you should be speaking more softly, Perrin said. Bah, it's easy to bend sound in this place. I could shout for all I'm worth, and they wouldn't hear. They're drinking, you see? They brought the wine through with them. They're here in the flesh, of course. I doubt their leader warned them of the dangers of that. Perrin looked at the guards, and they slipped out of their seats and hit the ground. And he says, what did you do? And she said, forkroot, forkroot in the wine. Why are you helping me? Perrin demanded. I'm fond of you, Perrin. <laughs> You're one of the forsaken. I was, Lanfrey said. That privilege has been removed from me. The Dark One discovered I was planning to help Luce Theron win. Now I... And she looks to the sky for the towel. Yeah. Is it like a giant dick pic? Yeah, you know, that would be really funny. It would be. It's like the bat signal, but... Right. A penis. Ginger balls. Or that. Ginger balls, yes. Yeah. So... With a start, Perrin realized that this time she'd also been masking her scent. She's a smart one. Yeah. She learns quickly. I wonder. Anyway. So he shivered, thinking about turned. Turned. Was that the word she'd used? Light, it seemed unfair. Not that the pattern is ever fair, Perrin acknowledged. Yeah. So he's looking for the dream spike and he pulled it free, then waited, hand on his hammer, expecting Slayer to come for him. He's not here, Lanfrey said. <laughs> Light! Perrin jumped, hammer raised. He turned. Why do you keep appearing like that woman? <laughs> he searches for me, she said. I'm not supposed to be able to do this. And he's grown suspicious. If he finds me, he'll know for certain, and then I'll be destroyed, captured, and burned for eternity. You expect me to feel sorry for you? One of the forsaken? Perrin snapped. I chose. I chose my master. Mm -hmm. She said, studying him. This is my price. Unless I can find a way free of it what i think you have the best chance she said i need you to win perrin and i need to be at your side when you do it he snorted like i just keep now that you say this i keep on like poking like trying to see if i see anything there right yeah yeah. Seeds. He like snorted. Think. Yeah. You haven't learned any new tricks, have you? Take your offers elsewhere. I'm not interested. He turned the dream spike over in his fingers. He had never been able to figure out how the other one worked. 
you have to twist it at the top. <laughs> I love her. I know. Uh, Lanfer held out a hand. Paranoid her. That simple. Right? I could never figure this out. Like I'm a blacksmith and I work on blacksmith puzzles, but this one. Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know you could turn that. Right? Go. Yeah. Oh, you don't think I could have taken it on my own if I'd wanted? Actually, I don't think she could. Hmm. Probably not. Probably not. Not without you know, drawing too much attention anyways. Right. You know, like the order that Tharava gave to Galena. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, and so who has her core suvra? And they Isn't can, yeah. I think that Morden does. And he could be like, yeah, you're not touching that. Or like if he did, she or she did, he'd be able to sense it. Yeah. Her sense of victory. Yeah. <laughs> She's too happy. What's happening? Yeah, what's <laughs> happening? So he hesitated, handed it over. So like, I already feel like right there, like, Something's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, she reached up and twisted the head about. Outside, the faint wall of violet shrank and vanished. She handed it back, twisted again to set up the feel. The longer you twist, the larger it will grow. Ain't <laughs> that the truth? Yes. <laughs> Then slide your finger in the reverse of what I did to lock it. But always ask permission first. Right? Yes. (laughs) And be careful. There are ramifications in the waking world. Ramifications. Ramifications. (laughs) So wherever you said it is going to stop people. You can get through with a key, but I do not know where it is for this spike. So Perrin tells her thank you. And he's like, is there is there really no way to resist being turned? Nothing they can do? A person can resist for a short time, she said. A short time only. The strongest will fail eventually. If you are facing women, they will beat you quickly. Yeah, they will. Yeah, we will. Yeah, they will. Oh. See, I like I like that little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. Now, now that we know. It's like, yeah, you can resist, but if it's a woman. Mm-hmm. You're done. <laughs> yep. It shouldn't be possible, Perrin said, kneeling. Nobody should be able to force a man to the shadow when all else is taken from us this choice should remain oh they have the choice Lanfear said idly nudging one with her foot they can choose to be gentled that would have removed the weakness from them and they could never be turned that's not much of a choice this is the weave of the pattern paranibara not all options will be good ones. Sometimes you have to make the best of a bad lot and ride the storm. Fair. That's kind of what she's doing, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Takes her own advice. Yeah. (sighs) And you imply that's what you did. You joined the shadow because it was the best option. I don't buy it for a moment. You joined for power. Everyone knows it. You think what you will, wolf pup. She said, eyes growing hard. I've suffered for my decisions. I've borne pain, agony, excruciating sorrow because of what I've done in my life. My suffering goes beyond what you could conceive. And of all the forsaken, Perrin said, you chose your place and accepted it most readily. She sniffed. (sighs) Think you can believe stories? 3,000 years old. True enough. Right? True enough. So, anyway. He sighs, tucks away the dream spike. And then he tells Gull that the dome is gone. And then he says, let's wait and see if this draws Slayer's attention. Then we move back to the waking world with Andral. And he says, we heard you, Candler yelled to Andral amid the firefight. Burn me if it isn't true. Here we find out. We were in my shop above and we heard you speak, begging. We decided we had to attack now or never. So I think one of Andral's little gateway tries must have opened there. Yeah. And that's how they hide one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weaves exploded through the room. Earth erupted and fire shot from Time's people at the dyes toward the Two Rivers men. Fades slunk across the room with cloaks that did not move, unsheathing swords. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oily yes. swords. Yeah. Oily murdral. Ugh. Early, oily murdral swords. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Sorry. He could make gateways again, but only very small ones. What good was that? Enough to stop the balefire. It is just a weave. So, none of these three were in a state to fight. He wove a gateway, hitting the wall pushing to something changed the wall vanished release he found release he found release yes he found release good job andrel (laughs) andrel found release so proud of him i wish he was here for this anyway right (laughs) andrel sat stunned for a moment Blasts and explosions in the room assaulted his ears. Conler and the others fought well, but the two rivers lads faced fully trained Aes Sedai and maybe a forsaken. They were dropping one by one, and the wall was gone. Andral stood up slowly, then walked back toward the center of the room. Taim and his people fought on the dais. Days. I can never say that word. Sorry. The weaves coming from Candler was were flagging. Andrew looked at Taim and felt a powerful, 
overwhelming surge of anger. The Black Tower belonged to the Ashaman, not this man. And it was time for the Ashaman to take it the F back. Yeah, it really was. Yep. Here comes the good part. Andrel roared. Raising his hands beside him and wove a glory hole. The power rushed through him. As always, his glory holes snapped into place faster than any others, growing larger than a man of his strength should be able to make. Okay, I'm just saying, Andrel. Yes. <laughs> yes. No arguments. <clears throat> he built this one, the size of a large wagon. He opened it, facing Times Chandler's, snapping it into place right as they released their next round. The glory hole only covered the distance of a few paces and opened behind them. Weaves crafted by Times women and men hit the gateway which hung before Andrew like a haze in the air, then exploded out behind them. This is where he uses the so like portal. So it's hard. just going to keep flying. Yep. Yes. The weaves killed their own masters, burning away Aes Sedai, Ashaman, and a few remaining Murdral, straining at the exertion. Andrew bellowed louder, and opened small gateways on Logan's bonds, snapping them open. He opened another one directly in the floor beneath Logan's chair, dropping it from the room to a place far away from the Black Tower. One that was safe. Well, the light said it was safe. The woman called Hesalam fled. She darted through a gateway of her own. Time followed with the others. The rest were not so wise. Andrel opened a gateway as wide as the floor, dropping the other women in Ashaman through it to plummet hundreds of feet. And Very we are nice. done. Very effective. With doses of four group. I always like that fight because he does exactly what you want him to. It's like, open it behind him. Yes. Okay. Oh, the, yeah. The floor. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I have this. So satisfying. So what I've noticed is while Robert Jordan was in battle, like Brandon mm -hmm. Sanderson does a really great job writing battles. Yes. Mm -hmm. He does. Yeah. There's actually in one of the Way of Kings books. I can't remember which one there is a battle towards the end and it is spectacular like you feel breathless from reading it yes i yeah. always think that his are so easy to like visualize yeah Sanderson's. yeah like you can there there's another one i i can't remember but i think it's a, a fight where um is it in elantris the one i'm thinking of is one of the um 
one of the way of kings or, or something okay, like yeah. that. But Maybe we're thinking of the same one. I wonder, but it, <laughs> what I'm thinking of is it's somebody and they're like jumping through windows and sliding across tables. Yeah. And, and you can picture it happening. It's like, I yeah, like see this on TV because the, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. written so well that you can just follow the fight like as they're going through the building and out the backside. And it's like, well, yeah, that's of course where that thing is coming over now. And it's like, yeah, yeah like that makes sense. It. Yeah. Like you could feel yourself sliding. That's why mm-hmm. that's why I like and I get that a lot from Robert Jordan too, but I just I think it's so interesting how well Brandon does writing the battles when he yeah. never participated in one. So maybe he got it from reading Robert Jordan's notes and everything. Mm-hmm. Could be possible. Because he had those beforehand. So anyway, Linny. Linny or Linny fact. Linny fact. Yeah. Linny is worried after Morgase is captured by the Shido. Perrin notices this. And that is Winter's heart. Nice. Yep. Nice. So we're moving along with our Linny. We are. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. And we're almost to the beginning of a memory of light. Oh, I, I know. know. This is <sighs> a long book. It is a long book. <laughs> They're all long books. I know, but well, this is the longer. longest. Yeah. So oh, anything after this is going to just feel like a breeze. Well, you know, we had to tackle the longest one first. Of course we do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course we do of course we do we like it from behind mm-hmm. all right so we are preparing for jordan con and we hope yes. to see people there yay 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 uh thank you all for listening to chapter 14 with us here at north harbor podcast bye bye, bye.